Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Okay Honestly. It is me, Tati. And it's me, Paulina. And I'm holding back a sneeze. Hold on. Ah, the allergies. This is why I wasn't talking. <laughs> I'm the, good. The allergies. Also, guys, if you hear gardeners in the back. <laughs> you know what? Just any episode, if you hear anything in the back, like, say, welcome say, to the valley, honestly. Sadie like, um, in the back or like your... The Spanish music. The Spanish music. Gardeners. The gardener. Anyway, uh, before we get started on our episode today, I just want to preface something. Um, if you are listening to... Uh, one of the two episodes either the high school one or the truth or drink we removed those two episodes um because you know this week we were kind of trying to figure out what our groove is kind of and that's what we've been trying to figure out this mainly this entire like podcast um and i think that we are going in a more different direction not different direction it's still gonna be like a personal diary to us but like we um want to showcase who we are as people and i don't think the high school episode was a little too gossipy and yeah, and the truth or, the truth or drink one was uh eh, i'm not a drinker that much so i don't want to like get, give people the wrong idea either we definitely would just want to spread love and light and yeah. not go in any other direction yeah exactly right. exactly so with that being said we have our uh the third, third our yeah. third <laughs> guest our third guest on this episode she is a dancer dance teacher she is a college student making it as a young girl boss with her athleisure wear cara by karina let's give a warm welcome to karina hello hello everybody welcome to the podcast thank you so much for having me are you excited i'm so excited (laughs) i'm really excited to have you we are super super really excited so karina is a really good friend of mine um we went to dance together uh she's obviously been going longer than way 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 longer than i have um i we went to dynamic du- uh, dynamic duo she still goes there i haven't gone there for a while but i really want to go back oh you're coming back for sure i want to come back um i really fell in love with ballroom dancing and whenever i saw this girl dance i was like damn i want to move like that <laughs> I want to see you dance. She's not like amazing. right now, like live. She's amazing. She's amazing. And um, uh, I love like I, I went to another dance studio. I went to Matador, but I didn't learn ballroom there. And the environment felt a little more intimidating for me personally. I'm not saying that it's like everyone feels that way. I, I would say they have like amazing dancers in that in that studio for sure but when i went to dynamic um it felt so family oriented so like friendlier and you know alan alan really like brings you in like his own yeah oh my god alan yeah i know who alan is see yes that's always i love the answer alan. you say alan and they're like everyone know knows alan. alan see everyone I knows alan. i don't know why i affiliated alan to the other not Gavarkan or Matador. No. There was another studio. I forgot the name of it. But I always affiliated him with that. I didn't know it was dynamic duo. Yeah. I love Alan. He's cool. When did you When did you meet Alan? Uh, St. Patrick's Day, 2021. Uh, we went to Dynamic Duo after we got drunk at Over Under. Oh my god! <laughs> Stop it! Yeah. That is so funny. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, yeah, Alan. 
everyone knows Alan, and Alan knows everyone. It's he's cool. He's so he's really funny. He's really fun. He's a great teacher. He can be a little over excited at times. Oh, one hundred percent. I have been telling him for years that people need to hire him to go hype up parties. Yes. I swear that needs to be his job. He, that's fully me, actually because he's totally the life of he's the a, party. He's he a really big is. social he's a big social butterfly. Yeah. And the best. his sister Mary, um, who is also part owner of the studio, she is one of my she was one of my teachers. She was I love her. Mary, if you're listening to this, hi, I miss you. Um, congrats on your third kid. I know it's like been a while since you probably gave birth, but I haven't seen you in a long time and then the last time I saw you you were pregnant. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we want to kind of kick off a little bit. I have my questions here. Do you want to start off the first question? Sure. So we're going to basically, we're going to talk about like your dance career and you know, how things started. So Paulina, you can take away the first question. This is a three part question. Oh, okay. <laughs> so right. many commas. Let me um, fix how I'm sitting. No, you're good, this girl. One. <laughs> first, how long have you been dancing? I get this question a lot and honestly, it's kind of hard to answer because I feel like I've always been dancing. My mom said it was around like two, two and a half years old. I started at a ballet contemporary jazz studio mm-hmm. in near my house in Studio City. And um, I think that's where I started. But I started Latin dancing when I was eight, I believe. Mm. I think I was eight whenever I started at Dynamic Duo. Nice. I'm going to combine the last two. It's... Why did you start dancing and why specifically ballroom? So my mom makes this joke of that I was born dancing. She's like always says that I was dancing every single chance that I got. So I honestly think I didn't choose dance. I feel like it chose me. Right. Oh, I like that. That's so really cute. I, I mean, I can't imagine doing anything else with my life. It's my Liberty. escape. It's my everything honestly so what happened was was i started with ballet jazz and tap Mm -hmm. and um although i loved it i don't know if i fully had my passion for it and then i went full force into ballet and then i started armenian folk dancing i did that for seven years so um i actually danced at gavorkian dance academy which was great no way all of my um armenian everything from there and um, it's so funny, the story. I actually, our class ended at Gavorkian, and I see this girl sitting down putting these heels on. I look at her, I'm like, where is this girl going in heels? I was like, you are like You're crazy. nine years old. Oh my Why God. are you wearing heels? So I look at my mom, I'm like, are those dance shoes? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I know which dance studio that is because my mom's a wedding planner. So she had seen Alan and Mary dance at weddings before. No way. So she was like, I know exactly that studio. She's like, it's actually around the corner. Let me take you if you want to go see it. So actually that day I went after my dance class at Gavorkian to see Alan and Mary. And the second I walked in, it's like, I remember it like it was yesterday. The second I walked in, I see all these guys and girls doing this like latin sexy but extremely classy type of dance and i walked in and my eyes lit up and i was like you know what i need to come here my mom signed me up that day no way i love that and 
best experience ever. But did you still like do ballet and jazz while you were doing? So ball? I continued ballet, Armenian, and Latin at the you same time. Go, wow, girl. you go. <laughs> and then, um, and then, funny story going into it. Um, Mary actually decided she was going to start having students compete because at that point there were no competition dancers yet. Mm-hmm. So um, whenever she decided to have people compete, she considered me to be one of the competitors and that's whenever she put me with Matthew and I started dancing with Matthew. Right, your boo thing. Oh my god, um, were you guys dancers and now are together? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was I eight. Rock <laughs> Sorry, I'm okay, helpless romantic. Literally, so everyone keeps telling me to pitch it to like HBO or to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Because the story is just so sweet. It's she posted. She would post this thing, um, her diary, di- diary entry that you wrote like when you first, first started time when you him. when you got paired with Matthew. Yeah, and she was like head over heels for this guy. I was like, I was this sassy little diva. So okay. I was like, he totally likes me and my style dude you literally manifested like getting together with matthew i totally believe that that was literally a manifestation there's no doubt about it yeah and i think that so your your personality you're very like bubbly and you're very uh energetic and and he's very calm quiet i feel like you guys balance each other out like personality wise you guys really balance each other out which is really really sure and the dances that they do together like they did for the dance show we'll need to see that as well i have to show you videos it's (laughs) so 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 cute you guys are so sweet well man i'm like this is making my heart warm <laughs> it's such a cute story it's a very cute story if you can write up some sort of like tv show or movie about it like definitely go pictures to somebody yeah i mean it's funny it was like basically 10 years of competing and dancing together and we weren't even friends like we wouldn't talk normally ever and it was so weird because you know like you do all this type of dance where you're like very touching intimate. and feeling mm-hmm. and it's intimate and it's like and our best dance was always rumba which is the slow mm. like in like very sexual, sexual like mm. you know and it was just so funny that we had no relationship at all even just as friends and then we stopped dancing with each other for like nine ish months it was like nine or ten months and i actually started dancing with alan we were going to start competing mm-hmm. and there was a performance that we were gonna do and um, Alan couldn't make it. They called Matthew to come in and dance with me at that performance and during those rehearsals, it was like, what is happening? Like, why is he talking to me? I was like, why is he laughing at what I'm saying? I was like, this is so weird. The butterflies. And I remember going home and I was like, mom, I was like, mom, something's happening. I'm like, something's happening. How old were you at that time? 17 oh okay so like it, you were not like even i mean you were like in high school but like you were just still yeah senior year of high school but did you ever dabble in other forms of dance besides obviously jazz and ballet and ballroom so in high school i actually was in the dance team at high school and Ooh. What at hbu sorry yeah hbu hbu okay the canoga park one and the dance program there is so unbelievable it's literally amazing it's literally amazing and it made my whole high school experience and it was the first time that i was doing this type of dance where it was like fully on 
your soul oh, and contemporary like, it was lyrical. i can't even i can't even name it contemporary contemporary it was, lyrical, it was, yeah it was its own thing yeah I, I can't even put it in a category it was all about soul and how you feel and you're just taking that and portraying it on mm-hmm. stage and i absolutely fell in love with all of the dance styles that we did there and um it was my entire life in high school and i'm so thankful that i had that because high school you know it's tough yeah it's tough and you know during the school day it was always nice to walk into the studio and kind of just let everything else go Mm -hmm. and be able to do that in the school setting was yeah unbelievable dancing is very much like an escape and that's like why i fell in love with it a a little bit especially ballroom and i'll say this the reason i started to do ballroom was because of dancing with the stars i watch that show religiously i watch it every season and all i wanted to learn was i i dabbled in other forms of dance but i feel like i weren't they weren't as fun i've done hip-hop mm-hmm. i've done contemporary i've done lyrical and i feel like i was i wasn't really good at those but then when ballroom when i started to do ballroom it really first of all it's more fun because it's like you can do it in like a public or like when you go to a party it's like you can bust out like some salsa moves here and there and especially if someone knows how to dance ballroom they can like take you and just like spin you around like how you and matthew do it like at a a party or something i have like a that's cute too yeah they'll literally okay, like they'll be they'll, they'll be at like a dance like at some sort of like event and then like they'll just go and like bust a move or if, if alan's there alan will literally take you and just like oh yeah spin oh, you around like so 10 cute. times my cut it's cute but now we're like expected to dance at every event oh, <laughs> yeah. um you know with dance i feel like there's always challenges when it comes to it because with any sport obviously so um what were like the most challenging parts of being a dancer like mentally and physically there are a lot there's a lot yes. i feel like physically it's a lot on the body mm-hmm. it's a lot of work and and to be good at it talent is never enough so oh. it all comes down to how much you work mm-hmm. on yourself how much you work on your technique but i think the hardest part is in latin situation competing is a really hard area yeah. to ta- tap into mm-hmm. so competition it's great and all and it's it's fun and and ranking and all that but it's a really toxic environment mm-hmm. it, it was really hard as like you know a teen going into that having to compete against all of these different people that your age train day and night and then having to compete with people in your own studio as well it's like yeah that was really hard too and i feel like the competition world it's a little bit more than dance it's a lot it's almost like a beauty pageant as well so mm-hmm. i there's also that to it where you have to be tan i i had to start shaving at like nine years old mm-hmm. so that and like tanning i would go to school and they would call me Cheeto because no. I was always oh, orange. No, way. <laughs> no, it was funny though. But um, no. yeah, I mean, I mean, one thing about me is like, I don't think I've ever really cared about what people thought when it came to dance. That's good. I love that. Dance, That's good. Because dance was so important to me. It's like they could have said whatever they wanted. Mm-hmm. And I've been like, all, all right, right, whatever. You know, like, and you know, you've seen me in a dance class. It's yeah. like, if. If somebody is trying to get like a solo part, I'm gonna make sure that I'm the one who gets it. See, then and it's like no hard feelings, but this is my sport. Like my, I'm going to 
fight. do anything to get that part you yeah. know so then would you say you have a competitive nature um in dance only i feel like interesting I, okay. there's there's not really much else that i feel like i'm competitive about i, I don't compete against anything else really like mm-hmm. if there's like a if you're playing a board game or something with the friends like it's like your competitive nature never comes out no not really oh, okay. i think it's really just dance so what is something that you wish someone had told your younger self about dance that's a really great question it would be to really just stand there and take in every moment that i'm dancing and not really think about what the outcome was going to be because mm-hmm. now looking back the outcome was always us competing against really amazing competitors and mm-hmm. me being torn down for not placing. But now, when I look back at it, we were still pretty great dancers. Yeah. And, and I really shouldn't have torn myself down so much about it and just stood there and really just lived in that moment of like, wow, I am on this dance floor. Half of the Dancing with the Stars people are judging me it's like like we had Derek huff one time judging us we had karina smirnoff judging us i love Derek huff oh my god he's amazing so yeah so we had a lot of opportunities with all these russian teachers and people that would fly in from the craziest countries and mary would get us um lessons with them so on thursdays at the studio it used to be that we would literally have just like a whole day of lessons with these coaches oh my god wow uh, you know who i wish you could? okay so a girl that i knew in high school she is like one of the, her name is nino uh her oh my god yeah yeah she went to my high school i was really good friends with her she is a killer ballroom dancer the fact that you said her name and i knew it yeah trust nino. me like she is killer she actually was competing in matthew's sister's category so i used to be able to watch because i was i was younger oh my god isn't she like the way she moves like you could see every muscle in her body just like extend and move i'm like god she's like so sexy and so hard i need to see these videos during the break don't you remember you know like shoot in high school you don't remember her no <laughs> and funny enough she was never on our dance team in our high school she never joined and i was like oh why didn't you join it was very t- our high school our high school dance team was very toxic everything was toxic yeah pretty much so she was the best she did like one performance like for a rally and she, everyone was like wow she's what crazy wasn't she did it with like nausic um and they did, they had their partners they did like a whole ball oh, for a rally. Remember that? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, she was amazing. Got it. And she was a really sweet girl. She was super, super sweet. So now uh, that we've kind of touched a little bit on your your dance experience, now that now you've become a dance teacher for a dynamic duo, um, you know, what is like? Why did you want to become a? I know that's like your ultimate goal is to want to become a dance teacher. Why is that? I've always loved teaching and I've always loved taking that control. Yeah, like, I could definitely tell. Like, you just love being like, you got, like, I just remember whenever you, you were teaching the, the, for the dance show, like, mm-hmm. you just love to have, like, the state, like, the stand for yourself to, like, I want you guys to be great. <laughs> I'm not good. I want you guys to be amazing. I love it. That's like me taking Mary's words and just, like, saying them. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I feel like, I'm not speaking for my coaches, but I feel like if they were to answer this question, they just know, like, I just psychically know what they want. And <laughs> I feel like I would, it, whenever I would see them frustrated, I would be like, okay, guys, look, this is how we're going to do it. Yeah. And it was, that was always my 
personality. I always mm-hmm. love to just take that control and just make it happen mm-hmm. because I could see what the teacher saw kind mm-hmm. of. And I don't know. I just, I always love teaching. And honestly, I don't even know how I started teaching. I was thinking about it yesterday because I was like, I'm coming on here and they're probably going to ask how I started teaching. Yeah. I have no clue how that happened. Well, I get, I feel like it just happened because, you know, Mary, you know, has three kids now. And well, like- I was a substitute teacher when I was like 16 in high school. I would substitute for Mary yeah. whenever she couldn't make it or for Alan. And, just and kind of slowly all of a sudden they were like, okay, this class is going to be yours. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll do this one. And then senior year of high school, I kind of, I started teaching like 50% of the classes and then now you're teaching now it's like all of them. (laughs) I don't know how it happened. It's so funny. Actually teach all the classes? Yeah. You and Emily, right? Uh, Emily is literally like, I feel like she's how I was for Mary. Uh She's that for me. I literally cannot function without that human being. That's cute. She is shout out to Emily. Such a huge help when it comes to like beginners or new students. She's always there, like kind of teaching. Because you, whenever you do Latin, you need to learn parts of the syllabus before you get thrown into a class with me. Because Mm. I'll just scream at you. (laughs) But (laughs) but um, so yeah, Emily does takes that role, which is such a huge role, and it's so important. And I'm so thankful for. Oh my God. Needless to say, you've had incredible teachers. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. So, is there anything that you would want to teach your kids that ne- like you were never taught? You know, it's. I can actually. This is going to be very funny. Okay. To hear. Okay. So, all of our teachers were non-Armenian, pretty much. Our coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, they were mostly from Russia Russian or Portugal. <laughs> you know, their English is a little difficult for them so Mm. there were so many things that they tried to explain to us and we just could not understand it and now that i've been teaching i understand so much more and i finally understand what they meant and one Mm. of them i'm going to tell you you're going to laugh so it's our teacher used to say hold your pee he used to feed us water before we would go onto the dance floor so that we would need to pee okay and it's literally where like all the UTI started, but um, <laughs> dance so, problems. So um, we would literally be on the dance floor, having to use the restroom just to have the the oh. tightening of the muscles. But what he meant to say, I don't even know if you're gonna want to put this in here, but it's okay. What he meant to say was to tighten the muscles in like your pelvic area. Yeah. Right? But he did not know how to say that to a girl. Oh. Because he's not a woman. <laughs> right. So he did. He doesn't know how to, like, tight. You know what I mean? He would literally be screaming at us, hold your pee. And we'd be looking at him like, what is he saying? What do you mean, hold your pee? <laughs> so now, as a teacher, I could finally literally explain stuff like that. <laughs> to the kids, you know? yeah. There are times at the studio that you'll see me, like, it'll be like a light bulb that goes off in my head. I'm like, oh, my God. That's now what he I know. Meant. Damn. Damn. It's like it's so interesting. I know up until today, like it's been ten years that I've been training and I'm just now understanding yeah. what they meant. It's funny. That's so crazy. I don't know if that answered your question. It does. <laughs> you you mainly like a lot of the kid a lot of the people that you teach are like young girls or like and a lot of them are kids, right? Mm-hmm. So, and you know, you love your kids. Mm-hmm. What is something that you try to teach your kids that you wish you were taught? One thing that I have made part of my like core principle to teach is faking confidence. 
I mm. I had that as a kid. Like I was always able to fake my confidence, but nobody really taught how to do that. And I feel like now that I know how to do that and how to fake it and how to be like look disciplined on the dance floor and all of those like mental aspects that come with it, I put that as a priority because mm -hmm. faking confidence ends up becoming real and it's so important. And I've seen it happen in so many of my kids. It's like where they've come to the studio so uncomfortable, not sure what's going on. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you, you got to fake your confidence, pick your chin up, you know, like do all of that. And now all of them are so confident. Aww. So that's the number one thing. It's like that confidence aspect I think is honestly one of the most important parts of dance. Yeah. And it's that's difficult cute. because it's like, you know, like when you're a kid, you a lot of the time you compare yourself, especially like in a competitive nature. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I struggled with, struggled with when when I did gymnastics. It's like I'm, I'm comparing myself. I didn't feel confident. I would try to get validations from my coaches. So whenever I didn't get that validation, it would really break my self-esteem. And I would feel like I was not good enough. And that's why maybe like twice out of the week i would always be crying in the corner somehow um but that's really good that you try to teach your kids that confidence like comes like if you feel like you're the best in the room everyone's gonna see that almost mm -hmm. like if you even if you're not doing your best like just fake it till you make it that it's is literally what mary would tell us right before we would walk onto the dance floor she would be like hey you're gonna walk on that dance floor and you're gonna act like you are the best dancer on that dance floor. Yeah. She's like, you know you're not, but you're gonna act like you are. And then you should see how funny the videos are of me walking onto that dance floor with my chin literally like, like on the ceiling. It's like, <laughs> like who do you think you are, Karina? And it's no, like, but there's a difference. Like confidence is so different from arrogance. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Very. Confidence is totally different from ego, totally different from all of it and it's like in life the students are gonna need it so i always tell them i'm like whenever you walk into a room at one of those parties fake it till you you're know. gonna walk in just the same way that you're doing your dance right now 100 percent. i love that um and whenever you are teaching your kids what is something that you want them to take away during your lesson besides learning how to dance with Latin dance specifically, I feel like comes a lot of understanding of morals mm -hmm. and discipline. And I think I have learned so much about how to hold myself in situations and conversations and with certain people through that knowledge of dance and picking up my shoulders, having the correct posture. It, it really does translate into life. And I feel like having those disciplines and, and morals whenever you're dancing, it really ends up becoming a part of your everyday life. And I want all of my students to have that classiness, that uh, posture whenever they're sitting, having crossed their legs, you know, like oh all of that. Um, what's the word? Etiquette. That's mm -hmm. what I mean. Yes, that's great. So that etiquette of having like, and even just holding conversation, respecting people that are teaching you, mm -hmm. um, and of course that confidence having showing that with your body language it's latin dance i feel like is another level of classiness mm -hmm. and that's one of the things that i feel like is the biggest takeaway and for any student so with all that being said do you have like a desire to open up your own studio one day i definitely will be doing that one day yeah definitely what would it be called or do you want to say that yet 
probably Kara Dance Studio. <laughs> I like that. I like it. How did you come up with Kara? Uh, you know, that's a great question. I literally was like, okay, I don't want to do my name. And then the other names that I came up with were way too long. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's too long for any logo. And then I was like, okay, everybody calls me Car, Cod, Cod, all mm-hmm. the time. And I was like, okay, let me just put an A at the end and what happens? And then I walked up to some people. I was like, how does that sound? How does that sound? And people liked it. And I was like, all right, I'll just go with it. There's not really a big story behind it. It's just, I like it. It's just a short version of tongue. my name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, with that being said, we're going to take a little break. And we'll be right back so we can talk about Car by Karina. Okay, and we are back. Hello. 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 All right. <laughs> so we talk, talk, look, 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 talked a little bit about like your dance career. Now you're kind of segueing into like young boss mode right now <laughs> by starting your own athleisure wear, Cara by Karina. So um, first of all, congrats on all the successes yes. with your Thank brand. You. Um, and it's growing and it's getting better and better every single time. Um, why and when did you start Cara by Karina? We officially started 2021, mm-hmm. January or February. Sorry. Oh my gosh. I can't even remember the birthday of my baby. <laughs> um, yes. February. I think it was five in, in 2021. But 2020 was when I realistically like came to the conclusion that I'm going to start a business. It actually started with me wanting to do Latin practice wear. Yeah, I remember you had a few Latin like pieces, like the, the skirt, the fringe skirt, and then like yeah. the top, like the body. Was it like a bodysuit or something? No. Um, we have a leotard, like a few different skirts and yeah. stuff. Like we have a wrap fringe skirt, which I thought was so cool. That I was, was so cute. happy about that. I remember. But um, but yeah, it started off with um, Latin practice wear because I don't know if you know this, but Latin practice wear is so expensive. Really, it really? is almost like crazy how expensive like, it what is. Are we talking? The shoes like, are expensive. Uh, shoes, the shoes are expensive. Shoes are expensive, but shoes you can like rewear and rewear for mm-hmm. like every single class. But with when it comes to clothes, like this is practice wear you're not going on stage with it and it's like a 300 dollars skirt what so i was oh, like practice skirt mm-hmm. or like a leotard is like the price of a bodysuit on farfetch it's no. like crazy are you kidding me crazy you couldn't and you couldn't wear like anything from let's say you get i don't know from aritzia or whatever no you you can but i always loved that latin practice wear looked like a costume a little Mm -hmm. bit but it just didn't have the stones on it so you would be able to practice kind of like you're going on the competition floor with a skirt that's like asymmetrical has like cutouts in it and all of that but there is no possible way that the cost was so high that it needed to be $300 for a skirt that you're going to wear at rehearsal. It doesn't make sense, you know? So I was like, you know what? Why don't I start leggings? I'm Mm -hmm. like, let me just do black leggings. Let me start catering to my students. You know, they need to wear all black. So I was like, you know what? Let me do black leggings. So I actually found a manufacturer here in um, downtown. And I got my first line from there. Kind of picked out what I wanted and all of that. And... And then one of the products was the fit legging, the black fit legging. I love these leggings like snatch you up in in all the right places. It is one of the most worn black leggings that I have in my closet. That is like one of the leggings I 
always where it like nicely like cinches my waist <laughs> and it gives like, it's just and the like the crop at the at the ankles is perfect it was the best seller from my first day and it was crazy how so many people loved it and i just i was like you know what like i'm gonna make active wear that is affordable right because but with quality because lulu is quality you can keep those leggings forever most of the time but i'm telling you now being in the business do not spend a hundred dollars on leggings I, I feel like a lot of brands like Aloe or Lulu, like, I feel like they... Aloe doesn't overcharge all that much. Sometimes here, sometimes yes and no. Look, all of these activewear brands, they're great quality. I just don't... I just wanted to create a brand with the same amount of quality, mm-hmm. but affordable. for an affordable price for the people that don't want to necessarily be spending so much, you know? Yeah, 100%. So, and it's been doing great and i'm so it's happy about amazing. it that's <laughs> so exciting honestly what is it like trying to juggle all of those and now bring in your business you know i get this question a lot of like how do you do it there's no way like a human being can do so many things mm-hmm. and honestly i love hearing that and it's so sweet and i always feel like oh my god like i am doing so many things you know yeah <laughs> but at the same time i think the fact that i love everything that i do it never really feels like work. So it, it's it's more like me trying to time manage than me trying to manage like stress and anxiety, I feel like. So I, feel that. I mean, on a daily basis, school is always going to come first just cuz number one obviously school i need to finish it and number Mm -hmm. two it's like ridiculously expensive my school when you you graduate (laughs) i graduate next summer nice where do you go I go to Pepperdine right now. Graduate. Congratulations. Oh my God. That's, That's amazing. My cousin Michelle's going to Pepperdine right now. But yeah. I mean, also, like I'll say, if anyone watching this wants to go into psychology after their bachelor's degree, this online program at Pepperdine is so great. It's so nice. So well put together. I don't go to the campus. I do it all from my house. Oh, and that's amazing. That. Genuinely the best put together online program. And like everyone is so sweet and all the professors are like you know they're psychology majors and so they're all so sweet too and they like really care about like your mental health and it's 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 just great so i definitely recommend i've been saying this on my story a lot like i 100 percent recommend pepperdine online university it's great where do you get the designs like the design inspirations from like the colors i literally have no talent in drawing or fashion design or anything so keep that in mind i literally just see what i want to wear when i'm teaching Mm. or when i'm working out and i just explain it to the manufacturer and they create me a few samples and that's how that works i like based off like the seasons like oh what like are the trending colors right now oh um when it comes to colors they can realistically dye the material any color and they can mm. make it in any color oh, and really yeah yeah oh yeah okay. any color that i want so what color does it is it first and then before they like that is it like white? i don't know if it's dyed or if they just have the same material that i i really honestly don't know <laughs> i should know that answer to that question but um i don't know if i think it's dyed i don't know i don't really ask that mm, because okay, again then. then again like i'm really not a fashion designer right. i just literally know what i want to wear at the studio and i kind of just like verbally explain it to them and they're like okay let me make a few samples and i 
one of the things was I I don't want that front scene. So yes, that's how that. that's what happens when you, that's when camel toe comes in. Yeah. So very smart, very very smart. Yeah, that's nice. a good move. Good move. Good it move. was. I went through a few samples though of of those of those leggings with um without the front seam and it, it was still giving the camel toe. So they just they really needed to like fix different. It, it went through a huge process that one year from 2020 to 2021. It was literally just samples and samples and yeah. samples and samples are expensive mm-hmm. they're so expensive yeah they are so it was it was a little bit of a like downfall like mm-hmm. downhill moment and i was like oh god like what am i doing you right know now? that was like though you need to have those dips to kind mm-hmm. of figure out because like no one knows exactly like how to start a business it's all trial and error and then you start to like find your groove and what works for you and so far like yeah of course it's gonna go like kind of go like this up and down and then like you start to find like all right and then you start to like incline and then just yeah keep going up and up and up yeah so. you just like find your groove exactly yeah yeah, yeah. so hmm. with that being said what is the most challenging part about owning a business and starting a business figuring it out mm-hmm. was the hardest I part i i didn't really i my dad has his business so he had a lot of great help for me like as far as creating the website and like figuring out how to talk to manufacturers because there's a certain way that you need to speak to them and and really like stand your ground and be the the ceo of whatever you're doing you know and i mean even literally advertising and pr was so hard to figure out at first and it was like and and also like really finding what i was gonna be known for Mm -hmm. like what the brand was gonna be really pushing for and i when i started it and it still is where i wanted to make people feel good in their activewear and what they're wearing because i really do believe like however you perceive yourself is how others perceive you Mm -hmm. you know absolutely so i just i felt like i wanted to make a brand that was centered around that and it's really funny because i would have never thought that my passion would be to do anything in retail like Mm -hmm. that and i i never thought that i would be it was never a goal of mine but it turned out to be like the most important thing in my life i'm just a dancer from la that went to latin dance class and loved it and is a teacher and then all of a sudden i'm like okay like let me make leggings and then this just happened like like, why not your child like literally it literally is my game like your kid like why not though like why not i've i've always wanted to do like start um like uh not streetwear but like you know sweaters and sweats i've always wanted to do that i just like don't know the process of starting that like and i would definitely like would love to take tips from you on you know a lot of people have reached out to me uh, like for help like and finding manufacturers like ordering samples like it's it's like you have to invest a lot of money it doesn't just like you just start time. it yeah time yeah yeah but whenever you have somebody in your life that kind of knows the ropes it mm-hmm. makes it so much easier yeah like i have a lot of people that dm me on instagram saying like hey i want to start this what is the first step and i'll just be like i'll just write like a whole ass you need to write like a manual and i'm like i i honestly thought about starting like an online class on how to like i, I do think it you should i you seriously really should. should i don't think i should add anything else to my list of things well, <laughs> when you ease up when you graduate yeah yeah, yeah whenever maybe. whenever you have the time you definitely should because there's like a lot of young girls especially like mm-hmm. your age or in our age that really want to you know if they're if there's something with retail if they want to like sell sweaters or sweats or like 
some sort of clothing line that they have it's it's a process and it's not just like you start it and then it's like you you have to like order like samples you have to like go back and forth with the manufacturer it's like oh no i don't like how the logo is on this like side or this size and you have to like send it back and they have to ship you a whole new order yeah i've heard it's it's a process and it's like and it's not even like these young armenians i have even students that are starting small businesses and like making jewelry or or selling like um buying and selling which is amazing literally even if they don't continue to do it just the experience of owning a business and learning the ropes of something new and and feeling that drive of like making your own money Mm -hmm. and like all of that i feel like that is so important and it's so beautiful that absolutely you know all these young business women and men they're like starting all of these i i love it i it, nothing makes me happier you never know until you actually try it out yeah and then you never Literally. know how the you never know how the outcome will be maybe it will become successful and if it, even if it doesn't it's like okay at least i tried that mm-hmm. i tried mm-hmm. that like you're you're always learning throughout oh. like it, like I, I can be sitting here and be like hey like i have it all figured out i do not mm-hmm. i don't I think do anybody has it all figured not. out it's always a surprise there's always something that you're learning new whenever you have a business all it's, the time it's great i honestly i encourage everyone to just like start something that they love your passion project do it you and just honestly do it. never even know too like, mm-hmm. like it cook- literally comes out of nowhere yeah. <laughs> like your cookie business like i even i would even say with your cookie business paula like Paulina, I don't eat any other cookies besides yours. Thank you. I, I never would know what to say when people say that. I'm, I, like, I, I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking you. Like, I used to eat, like, the Starbucks cookie all the time. I never, I haven't bought it since I started eating yours. Oh, Literally, what? if you're here after we film, I'll make you a quick batch. Oh I have butter out. It'll take, like, max half hour. <gasps> It'll be nice. I'll warm, I too. I want it. Yeah, you have to. You have to try it. It's, I got you. It's so good. And she does, like, again, she did. This is a little sp- non-sponsored, but another one. Um, she makes gluten-free cookies. Um, uh, also vegan yes. if you also vegan if you are vegan. Uh, gluten-free and vegan and keto, paleo, not paleo, not paleo, but Just, keto. Yeah, keto, vegan. Well, gl- all of them are gluten-free because I I am gluten-free. <laughs> I have to be, so I have to make a cookie. That's literally like how it started. Is like you started. I went into we went into COVID and I was like I want cookies, but yeah. I can't have any. Like I can't go get chips ahoy. Like you know what I mean. You started it whenever, like, the Artsakh war happened? No. No? No. That was was not the reason? That's the reason I started fundraising, but I started baking, like, literally mid-March when I was like, I want something sweet. I'm panicking. Like, what can I make? Literally whipped up something random, and I was like, this is pretty good. (laughs) I kind of like these. You found it. Like, wow. You found it. Like, everyone kept on asking me, it's, we're going to the park. Can you make cookies? Like, I literally would make it for any occasion it wasn't like a business or anything yeah do you know how many times like whenever i bring like the whole platter to like of an event like if it's like thanksgiving or christmas like do you know how excited people get whenever i actually bring it and <laughs> christmas when i brought it for the christmas party gone everything was gone oh i love that yeah i'll make you some if you're here oh my I got god you, real quick <laughs> yeah oh i'm so excited what have you learned most about being an entrepreneur one main thing that i've learned is not everyone is going to support you and yeah you're going to lose 100%. a lot of people one and percent it's so sad how that works and how that envy and, and jealousy kind of works yeah. but mm-hmm. yeah it's like another thing that you learn whenever you're an entrepreneur i feel like is 
that you want to see other people succeed. But if those people are not, especially if you're like very content with everything that you're doing and Mm -hmm. and you're happy and it's like, but you will lose a lot of people Mm -hmm. and you'll see who really supports you and who doesn't. Yeah. And, and yeah, I think that was the biggest, I think it just change in my life. I think that just kind of comes out of like jealousy a little bit because Mm -hmm. they wish they can do those kinds of things, but they maybe you just don't have the means to whatever the case may be to do it or the drive or the motivation mm-hmm. um and when they see you become successful it's you know jealousy yep. is a very normal ha- human emotion to feel 100 percent. but at the same time it should be use it more like try to turn to a positive like make it more motivational it's like okay if she can do that and she can be successful doing that why can't i do that yeah exactly i was literally gonna say that that once you learn how to change that jealousy feeling into fuel, mm-hmm. it changes your life. One it really, d- it, like, whenever you see somebody being successful, and actually, this is something that I saw Amanda saying one time, and I totally live by it now. Amanda Bullion. Yeah, yeah. What you- is like, whenever you start to feel that jealousy, just remember that if your friend or somebody oh, close to you can get somewhere that you want to get it just it's more of a reason for you to be able to go do it push yourself and it's like if if your friend can get somewhere and be successful then that's even more like you have more opportunity to get there because you know somebody that's there you know you know also just stop comparing yourself to everyone you do seriously yeah Yeah. everyone works at their there's like this um quote that i saw you know that milton eddie's uh Mm -hmm. dry cleaning this we always put these quotes i remember like i'm like going i'm driving back from school and i just like i'm stuck at the red light and i like i read it it said don't measure your progress based on other people's ruler mm-hmm. and i live by that yeah your biggest competition is who you were yesterday yep you are also yeah. where you need to be mm-hmm. you are also yeah. where you need to be and that is something that i would say i've been trying to tell myself as much as i can especially in this new year because you know as of lately i don't know why i've been in this like kind of f- not funk but i just like everyone's I, going through a girl everyone's, everyone's talking through to it. it's like I, <laughs> I i i'm catching myself comparing myself to a lot of people because i'm about to turn 26 you know i'm about to graduate and i'm about to like step into the real world real world you know working at a job whatever it may be um and just like the pacing of things is just like kind of getting me overwhelmed it's like well i need to be doing this and i need to be doing that i should be here already i should be there and they're like slow down why are you like trying to compare yourself to those people like they have had, they've had a different timeline different journey than mm-hmm. you your journey is your journey and yep you will get to where you need to be or you you are where you're meant to be right now so 100 percent. yeah yeah do you feel like because clearly there are retailers that are selling in stores mm-hmm. do you find it difficult or easier to be selling solely online it's a lot harder mm-hmm. when i do pop-ups it it it's a big difference because people want to feel the material in person and when it's online you can't really like it's it honestly makes me so crazy i'm like i just wish you could feel this like you could feel this material but you just cannot through the screen you know and trying to get like customers to buy a product just off of what you're saying is never really like enough Mm -hmm. they need to like physically feel it and when you feel the fit material, you want it for sure. It's like, it's it's a given. If I've seen it happen in person multiple times. They're like, oh, 
this is what it feels like this is why you've been saying this i'm like yes that's what i'm trying to tell you but yeah no definitely um it it is harder to just be online and that's why i started la pop-up too um because there were so many young entrepreneurs doing only online and you know, whenever somebody sees it in person and, and goes to a convention and, and, and really like the face meet, yes, behind the, the right. boss behind the brand, you know, mm-hmm. it's a whole other experience. So that's why LA Pop-Up, I started that too, because I, me personally, I needed to start pop-ups for my brand. And then at the same time, it's like, I have all like this huge group of friends that all want to be doing the same thing which is like selling in person as well you know Mm -hmm. so i i definitely think it's harder to sell online but you know uh do you uh hope to have your own personal store one day for cara yes um or will you sell the athleisure wear when you have a dance studio yeah that's (laughs) that was what i was gonna say yeah exactly i I don't really see myself opening a boutique just because with my life, there's right no now. way right. I can I can do that right now, especially like with school and all of that. But we were actually thinking about doing it and then I just decided that it's just not gonna work it, with my schedule and teaching and I have to hire an employee and trust an employee mm-hmm. and like, you know, it's it's a little bit yeah, too it's, much it's for right now. Nowadays. Yeah. So um, we'll see, mm-hmm. possibly, I mean, are you gonna do more pop-ups yeah that that for sure yeah that for sure we're definitely gonna do more pop-ups say that last pop-up was such an amazing experience and everyone had such a great time maybe we can have you at the next one yes I'll make another one sound amazing yes I'm yeah, down. you have <laughs> i got you i'm telling you if you have time i'll make it somewhere now okay so, not long at all okay yeah Chris. <laughs> i'm so excited <laughs> Well, to wrap up, you you can ask Paulina the last question to wrap up our... From one entrepreneur to another, what would some advice you would give to a starting businesswoman or man? Stop making excuses. Period. And just do it. Period. Life is so short. Mm -hmm. And ever since I started Cara, I realized that there really isn't anything that you can't do without putting your mind to it. And (laughs) realistically, I honestly, it's become an addiction it's become an addiction at this point like i just want to start i don't even want to wear other brands i think from the progress that you made from like when you first let out oh my god and in a short amount of time too like exponential like growth because like uh i think the first leggings that you let out there were like um they were not the same material as no i actually like genuinely don't like that line at all I genuinely hate my first launch at this point. But after having, like, now what I have now, yeah. it's, like, everything from that first year was literally just me trying to find, like, what I am. And yeah. then now that I kind of know, I'm like, oh, God, why did I ever sell that? So no, like, a good steak. You go from, like, dry to, like, this, I've never tried medium steak, and now it's delicious, and yeah, I can never have well done steak ever again. Oh, my God, I felt that. I literally had oysters the other day for the first time. I, See, that's like, I can't I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't do the one. People love caviar and, like, I, I can't. I love I can't. I don't like caviar, but I had oysters for the first time like four days ago, and mm. I think ever since then I've been having them at every restaurant. Really? So good. It's just too fish. I love sushi. Like, I can Me feel too. sushi every day. But the oysters that I've been having I haven't had any fishy taste to it at all. 
we need to reconvene because I need to know where yeah. you're going because every oyster I've had was like uh, the ocean in my mouth. No, that's <laughs> yeah. I, that wasn't happening with me. Once again, we'll reconvene. <laughs> well, I had I had a great one at Soulmate. Oh yeah, they have good oysters. That those oysters, it was like very. I think I like the ones that are like weird, like different. <laughs> they're not. They're not just like an oyster. It's like they have all these sauces and stuff oh, on yeah, it. The Tabasco, so, the lime. Yeah. Not just yeah. that. Like actually, I had ones at Kiwami. Have you ever been to Kiwami? I love Kiwami. Yeah, I know. Me too. It's like I one of my Kiwami. favorites. There's Since I was literally too. like six years old, I've been going there because it's so Great close sushi. to my house. Sushi. They had oysters the other day, and they don't have them always. And they had ponzu oysters mm. and oh my god so good <laughs> i guess i'll have to try that next time i haven't eaten anything you guys it sounds so good <laughs> okay <laughs> I digress but but she, honestly. I, as we digress but i was just gonna say that you know no matter how much you love or hate your first launch you just got started that's yeah. the right. first yeah. step is just getting started just putting something mm-hmm. out there regardless like i i'm pretty sure the per- first youtube video that we put we put together where i put like cringe <laughs> cringe we don't go back like there. actually cringe like we, we don't talk about like, those times cringe. so <laughs> like, it's like no. you're never gonna love like the first time that you try something out but you start to get better at it and then you find 100%. your group. dude and you know how many times i've thrown away cookies like not even oh yeah like so like i'm pretty even sure now i test them i'm like that ain't it like that's <laughs> that's not the one it's not no and then once you finally hit the right recipe mm-hmm. once you hit yeah. once you get like the recipe for your success then it starts to like build and build and build and build and build you yeah. start to learn more mm-hmm. and look i wanted to do latin where and mm-hmm. i ended up going this route and you know you got to listen to your customers too i think is oh like yeah another True. thing is like just because you love something and believe in something so much it doesn't necessarily mean that everyone else around you is going to believe mm-hmm. in that too right so i feel like the two main things are stop being lazy just do mm-hmm. go get up and do it don't be afraid of what other people think who cares this is one life this is your life just do it it's not mm-hmm. cringy literally just, just, just do it throw that out of your mind it's not and cringy. number two listen to your customers mm-hmm. because they're the ones you know making the brand mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. well I want to give you the the opportunity to like. Do you want to shout out anyone who's like helped, who's like been on the journey with you as far as? Oh God, that list is gonna be so long. <laughs> but I think um, the my family is number one. They helped me so much through it and starting it. You know, like that was a risk that they were taking. Right. It's not like I realistically like just decided that I'm gonna start a business and just like randomly like created money off mm-hmm. of a tree or something you know like my parents really helped with that situation and and my brother's yeah. support is yeah. everything and i have to say your, your mom is like your chris jenner right? oh my god my she's chris like, jenner she's like Hell she's yeah. like a mom she's like actual momager she vibes. is something else she literally is i feel like chris jenner learned from my mother oh <laughs> i need to meet your mom I love that. she is like <laughs> she is the og christian <laughs> that's crazy i like that that's so funny I since i was little she has like literally pushed me into everything and and she never thought twice about pushing me into something she's like you know what you want to do that okay let's do it tomorrow you know and it's like that push was realistically what that's i'm so, so thankful cute. for and of course my poor boyfriend that goes through hell and back with me <laughs> on a daily basis with my stress and all Shout of that 
and yeah and all my friends and you know the list is so long and, yeah but all of my friends support all of my supporters it's like i can't do anything mm-hmm. without all of you and so, uh, i think emily and tanya oh my do god yes social, her, do her social medias who like literally kill it with their social media my literal angels they are the backbone the machine the engine behind Kara, and it would not be what it is without emily and tanya mm-hmm. so i definitely yeah thank shout them out to you guys the most <laughs> yeah and any anyone who's ever supported karina like thank you including you myself um <laughs> again as someone like it's really inspiring like i said at the lunch that, the other day but i'll just say it here it's really inspiring to see someone really step into finding their path as far as an entrepreneur really going like trying something that some people in our community just in our community in general would be too like tri- like they'll be too scared to, it's not, daunting it's not like scared scared but yeah. like the feeling of getting judged the feeling of like losing people in your life the feeling of um you know not always getting the best feedback because i i've certainly experienced that for myself mm-hmm. like doing the podcast or like doing youtube or whatever social media and stuff and like i'm not n- not all the time would i ever get like the feedback like i love your like sometimes they'll be like uh maybe don't do that or like yeah. maybe do it like this or like give me suggest like you know just tell me like how i should be living my life um but or how doing things but you know it's just people's opinions and you just kind of take it and you decide what you do with it i think you should just always take it with a grain of salt take it with a grain of salt they're not living your life yeah they're not living your life so the fact that you just kind of stepped into your own and said i'm gonna start an athleisure wear is amazing and very bold and and i think it's you are doing amazing and it's growing and i can't wait to see what it's gonna look like in the next few years like i think i have very good feeling about it and i think (laughs) you're gonna do amazing thank you so much and as as a dance and i hope to one day bring my own kid to your dance class (laughs) i can't wait i'm definitely i'm definitely putting my kid in dance all of our kids i'm definitely putting my (laughs) kid to ballroom period i'm gonna let you um shout out all your social medias any anything you want to yeah um i mean i'm pretty much karina piligion on almost everything i think um just my first name last name and then my business is Cara by karina Mm -hmm. that's it Uh, at Cara by karina on instagram and she let out some new products she let out leg warmers and shrugs i i was gonna get the uh, black one and it's like the last one and it's sold out and i was like i waited way too long and then i'm gonna probably get the white one i have to get it i just it's in my cart i think you ordered the jacket did you not no i didn't i didn't get the oh, black okay, one but it's fine it like, i'll get the white one i'll get the white one it's fine <laughs> <laughs> when you restock but she let out some new products she came out with a new collection it's the the sculpt, sculpt collection sculpt collection definitely go check that out really hugs the booty is this you <laughs> yeah that's me <laughs> Definitely go follow her on Instagram at Karina Pili. I don't want to butcher your last name. Piligian. Piligian. Yeah, you want me to spell? <laughs> and uh, Cara by Karina. Follow her journey um, because she is on a journey to be a young girl boss. And <laughs> girl, she already is a young girl she boss. She already what? is. What am I saying? She is already a young girl you boss. Guys, stop. This is too much attention. <laughs> no, it's not, girl. Take your credit. Take, this take is your moment to this, shine. This is your moment. This is your diva. This. Mo- this is your diva moment. Come on now. Like you're. Okay. Okay. Yes, right, I'll take it. There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, <I like> this. <laughs> um, and we want to thank you again for coming on our podcast for speaking oh my God, with us. We oh, absolutely so loved much. having you today. Um, and 
we wish you all the best and success for your brand and you as a teacher and when you graduate as a student we just wish all the best for you thank you yeah. likewise thank you guys so much for having me today oh this God, was so fun my first ever on- podcast <laughs> i feel so cool <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so honored. <laughs> well, I love it. we loved having you and it was an honor having you. Please come back. Please come I back. Loki was manifesting you guys to call me though. Uh, like Loki, I was like, whoa. I'm gonna get on that podcast. Somehow. No, no, no. We we wanted we wanted to have you. We like just like the scheduling wise, I just wish I had scheduled it right before you had let out the sculpt legging. So like, you know, no, okay, it worked anyway, out. anyway, but uh you you came anyway you you came on here anyways and you spoke with us and we just enjoyed your company oh yeah and uh, literally like not even filming just come hang yeah just come hang <laughs> oh my literally. god I would love to are you kidding me yes, come and yeah teach me how to make yummy cookies yeah. uh, that's licensed <laughs> <laughs> you will have to sign an NDA but yeah <laughs> I right. got you okay um and thank you guys so much for <laughs> <laughs> I love her, dude. Sorry, She's go so ahead. sweet, right? I love She's her. like the sweetest. Where have you been hiding her, dude? I know. Like I've known her for ten years. Like, what is this? Hi- I've been hiding her. <laughs> my my face hurts from smiling. <laughs> Isn't she like the funniest person? She's hilarious. Me? Like, you. Yeah, you're so funny, oh, dude. You're so funny. Your laugh is just like the best laugh. Ever. I don't think they'll ever hear my laugh. <laughs> my actual hyena laugh. <laughs> Thank God. No, no one wants to hear that. Literally, like so many people make fun of me for it. I love your I laugh, can't. dude. I love it so much. Anyway, Thanks. we're going off on a tangent. Um, <laughs> Aren't we you, always? Thank you guys for listening to our podcast. Um, we appreciate all the amazing feedback. Make sure you follow us on OK Honestly on all our socials on Instagram and TikTok. It's where we post uh, clip uh, episode, uh, clips from our episode. Um, make sure you subscribe and follow so you know when we post. We post every Monday morning at 8 a.m. And we will see you guys on the next episode. Follow we love Karina. You. Follow Karina. Don't forget to follow Karina. Ooh. And we will see you guys. We will see you guys on the next episode. Love you long time. Hasta luego. Hasta la pasta. <laughs> Have a amazing love month. <laughs>